The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. over the past year just given everything that we've been dealing with and going through but some countries including Canada mm, feeling the blues more than others this according to the 2021 world happiness report from the United Nations now Finland remained the happiest country in the world Zimbabwe was at the bottom of the list in Canada well it fell out of the top 10 in the annual world happiness index which is compiled by a panel run by the UN sustainable development solutions network each year professor John Halliwell is one of the report's co-authors he's a professor emeritus of economics at the University of B- uh, British Columbia a member of the National Statistics Council and a research associate of the National Bureau of Economic Research Professor, welcome to the show. Nice to be here. (laughs) How are you feeling these days? Are you happy? Uh, Yes, indeed. (laughs) Good to hear. So when you take a look at this, when you compile this study, what what factors are are being looked at? One thing and one thing only. Uh, A thousand people in every country every year are asked to think of their life as a ladder with the best possible life for them as a 10 and the worst as a zero. How do they rate their life these days? And so no judgment from us. We simply collect the data and report them. We then do a lot of research Mm. trying to figure out what it is about people's lives that makes them happier. The big surprise this year was how unchanged uh, scores were from last year, even though negative emotions and positive emotions, which we also track, negative emotions uh, were higher. But uh, life evaluation is strikingly stable. So surprising that maybe the pandemic didn't play as much of an impact into our happy. Is that what it's saying, that it didn't play as much as uh, much as a role in our happiness? Well, it turned everybody's life upside down in all its dimensions, family, work, you name it, uh, t- t- travel. So uh, mm. to say it had no effect would, would be impossible. So the answer then has to be that there are a lot of things getting worse, but there are a lot of things that on balance were getting better. And so it shook up everybody's life. And so they ended up appreciating their neighbors and their family more than they did before, rediscovering things about themselves and their neighborhoods and mm-hmm. feeling quite a sense of we're all in this together because it's the whole world, right? It isn't yeah. as though we're poor us, it's poor everybody. And people have actually felt better about reaching out and helping others. So those are the compensating things. It's increased generally, increased around the world, sense of belonging. Uh, and that's fundamental for happiness. But it is, uh, in a way, if you'd taken our past research, you would have said since face-to-face friends are way better than Facebook friends for <laughs> happiness. We've, we've got lots of work on that. This year, everybody's had to switch from re- face-to-face friends to Facebook friends. Yeah. And the, the remarkable thing is they've done it. And so that uh, the social media have at last become social media. <laughs> Interesting stuff, Professor. Now, why do you think, uh, well, Canada, I think, has been in the in the top 10 for the longest time. It dropped five, uh, five spots this year, I think from, what, ninth or 10th to 15th. What's going on here in Canada? I don't know. It, it, U.S. and Canada both, in the first report, 
Canada was number four and the U.S. was number 11. This year, Canada is 14 and the U.S. is 19. Mm. Uh, so there's some parallel move here. If you look at the ones, countries who've come ahead of us, who've never been ahead of us before, they include Austria, Israel, and Germany. Mm. Interesting. Uh, interesting. They've all done reasonably well in COVID terms. Mm. Um, anyway, they're not huge changes, of course, because the whole top 15 countries, they're the sort of the top 10% of the, the world pool. Uh, they're all pretty close, except that Finland has nudged out to a significant <laughs> lead in the front, which is now... It's a four-time win. It's done a four-peat, and it's, <laughs> it, it's a bigger margin this year. Yeah, let's take a look at those Nordic countries. What dominating the top five seems to happen kind of year after year. Finland in first, Iceland in second, Denmark in third, Switzerland in fourth, the Netherlands. Okay, well, then the, then the Netherlands in fifth. But when we, we're, we're taking a look at the, you know, Finland, Iceland, and Denmark, um, what is it about those countries that um, that, that uh, people are, are more content, more happy? They have everything. You know, we look at sort of six figures, six different things of, of good governance and trust and generosity and someone to count on. And now this year, we've got special experimental evidence on whether people would return a wallet if it was dropped. Sure enough, they, one time 10 wallets were dropped in uh, Helsinki. They were all returned. <laughs> and we find that to, to think you're living in a place where that had happened is worth a whole point on that 10-point scale. Yeah. And that's true in all of those countries. So five of the top seven countries are Nordic countries. Turns out, except for Sweden, that sort of dropped the ball mm -hmm. on the epidemiology side, um, uh, the others are handling COVID way better than any of the other industrial countries, except, of course, Australia and New Zealand. Before I let you go, uh, what do you think that we can take away from this, you know, when, when we look at these numbers, when we look maybe where Canada is, maybe we look at the other countries, what, what, what do we take away from it? Well, I, I keep going back to the way lives are lived in those Nordic countries, and Canada's always been much closer to the Nordic countries than to the United States on all these measures. Um, and uh, we've slipped a little closer to the U.S. without intending to, I think. But it's, it's possible to recreate that community. It's, it's, it, it takes some work in big, fast-paced cities to create neighborhoods and communities and families that uh, that uh, have all those warm, supportive relationships that are easier to get in small places than big places. Interesting stuff. Professor, thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Yeah, take have care. You too, bye. Professor John Hallowell joining us this afternoon. Again, one of the report's co-authors, a professor emeritus of economics at the University of BC. So... Yeah, I think it's, you know, I just find it interesting that Canada dropped five points or five spots this year in this. And I, because I think, I think a lot of us, you know, do believe that Canada, or we should, that Canada should be right up there in the uh, in the top 10 and we've dropped down what uh, to 14 uh, this year or 15th uh, 14th or 15th yeah um, and we have been in the top 10 for a long time so they asked two types of questions one about the life in general life evaluation how's your life going you know on uh, on a scale of uh, 0 to 10 and you know then they looked at some other stuff income freedom your trust in government, which I think probably for a lot of, uh, I think for, for a lot of folks, 
really in North America. I mean, trust in government has gone down dramatically. Life expectancy, life expectancy in Canada is still, what, around uh, 82, 83, I think, for men. Uh, Social support and generosity. But those are the things. So I'm curious to know, Jedville, how you're feeling right now. What would be your happiness level? With zero being, okay, it's crappy, and 10 being awesome, where would you place yourself right now and why? I think so many of us are in different positions and we're feeling different ways, especially given what we've gone through over the past year, depending on your health, depending on your work, depending on your friends, your family. Um, but when you look again as well, then you add a few more things in there, you know, talking about trust in government, how we feel about uh, all levels of government. I think that, that throws things as well. And the one thing that, you know, on this list that I, I, I go back to and I see generosity. And you heard Dr. Halliwell talk about, you know, the whole returning a wallet thing and what was it in Helsinki, 10 were dropped and every single one of them were returned. To me, that's just doing the right thing. Generosity is something that I see over and over and over again in this community, in, in, in Edmonton and in Alberta, even during the toughest times and maybe even more so in the tough times like the past year. I look back to Santa's day right here on 630 Chad, and I remember that way. I think our goal that day was uh, 100,000. I went off the air uh, at 6, and it was 300,000. I think by the next day it was 400,000. The generosity of Albertans, of, of Edmontonians, of those in the capital region has constantly outs has constantly amazed me over the years. I have never, ever, ever lived in a city, in a region like this. And so as much as, yeah, there's a lot of crap going around. There's a lot, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there right now that um, have got you PO'd, that have people angry, that have us scratching our heads, that have us wondering what the, you know, what the, uh, you know, what am I doing? I go back to the majority of people, the majority of people that I have met during my 20 years here, and I am um, gobsmacked all the time about uh, willingness to step up and help out. Where are you at? If you're life is a ladder zeros at the bottom tens at the top where would you mark yourself when it comes to the happiness index and why at seven 7-